0: Welcome to the Eagle Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about leadership with Julie and I'm Edie. We're co-founders of the Eagle Mom Squad website,
1: podcast, videos, and blog posts. And we're so glad you joined us today. Hi everybody. I'm really excited to bring up this topic of leadership as a homeschool parent and generally speaking as a parent. Uh, In talking to my co-host here, Edie, about leadership, we were talking about how uh, how our kids are leaders, and I got the sense that Edie thinks it's more or less telling us what to do, <laughs> which which kids love to do to their parents. That's right. But leadership is really the ability to influence others to willingly follow your lead, not to force feed it, not to bully, not to you know coerce or whatever, and. The one thing kids need to be able to do is to be a good follower before you can be a good leader. So if your kid's pushing you around, it's not... (laughs) They're just flexing their muscles. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way of saying it.
0: You know, this is not only a homeschool topic, but of course a parental topic. And these two come together in almost everything we post and talk about because the skills you develop as a parent, you use as a homeschool teacher. What areas would you like to address today as far as leadership, Julie?
1: Well, first of all, it's very important uh, to be a leader as a parent, Um, again, to influence your children, particularly to follow your lead. Um, It's important. We're going to talk a little bit about why that's important. What are the ramifications? Because quite frankly, you're always leading. And what I mean by that is, as you know, your kids are watching every move you make. Even when you think you're hidden, (laughs) they know exactly what you're doing. So they are following you, whether you like it or not. The question is, are are you doing it well? Are you leading them to do good things or are you leading them to do things that aren't so good? And then what are the opportunities for leading and what are your you know, your duties for leading? I am a homeschool evaluator for the state of Pennsylvania. I don't evaluate a lot of families. That's perfectly fine with me. But I do hear some things from parents that um, I just want to encourage them To step up a little bit because the human condition is alive and well in kids and what i mean by that is you know things like laziness you know we know as as adults we can we can be lazy we know exactly how to be lazy um we also know about pride and how pride will affect or you know influence what we do well the kids are the exact same way they're it's it's they're developing it yeah but you know ask Johnny any morning on a Saturday morning if he'd rather you know rake the yard or watch TV you know he's going to pick watch TV sure (laughs) and that's just general laziness but at the same time of course it's being a kid but you generally over time you want to get Johnny to be like okay I need to rake the yard (laughs) because it needs to be done and mom or dad are counting on me and I need to be responsible
0: And in meeting those responsibilities, he gets to see his capabilities, which makes him more confident, less anxious in new situations. As a musician, I worked my whole life to have the discipline to practice adequately for the next performance, for the next sharing in an ensemble. And it's a big struggle for everyone to have that discipline, to sit down when you don't feel like it. And do that practice and that's in any industry, any career. There are minutia that people put up with that can be boring or challenging, and they do it anyway because of the larger goals. Right. And here our larger goals are a very prepared student child. Yeah. And you have great interest in that, and so does your child. And I think the love of the family in the most challenging times. I, I know you said, you know, the They're watching your every move, but also you're working as a family together, Mm -hmm. and although they're watching or critical or disobeying, still you're working as a unit toward a bigger goal of, of what are your goals, actually.
1: So you should start with the end in mind. Right. What is it that you want to produce at the end of your time homeschooling your child or simply, again, parenting your child? Because believe it or not... They are going to leave the nest. Right. <laughs> and you have to know what what is your goal for when they leave the nest. What kind of human do you want to present to the world as in, okay, you know, this person is, you know... I mean, again, you know, what kind of human do you want to present to the world? Because as a parent, as a homeschooling parent in particular, you have, you have gone ahead and said, I take full responsibility for the upbringing and the education of my child and that's a fantastic endeavor okay but it's not enough just to say i did it now you have to do it so
0: and there's lots of help out there oh absolutely <laughs> so a ton of it sounds help like out a there. scary endeavor but oh yeah it's really an organic thing yes because you actually took that commitment when you had the child
1: right exactly and the world is proud that you did that. Yes, <laughs> you know? very happy that you you had your children. <laughs> yeah, but um, so one of the f- first leadership principles is to know yourself and to seek self improvement. So as a homeschool parent or parent in general, why would that be important? Well, you got to know um, what you do, you know why you do what you do. That could be things like do you keep deadlines or not. Do you keep commitments or not? Do you put too much on your plate? I'm raising my hand. If you can't see it, <laughs> um, do you get sad easily? Do you get excited easily, or are you are you very motivated to do one thing and but lazy for another thing? Do you do you um, get angry easily, or do you despair? All those things, they can be good. They can be bad. You have to decide that, but. Um, if you particularly think it's not a good quality in yourself, I encourage you to identify the qualities that you think are not so good in yourself and then work on them yeah. as, a parent, as a human. Sure.
0: And know that you know you have infinite value as you are. Even places that you're weak in, just knowing them is helpful. And that may come in handy someday. Um, Accomplishing something despite those weaknesses might be a great model for your children to see. So don't feel like this first step is onerous. And I couldn't possibly go beyond that because we're all working on our imperfections all our lives. But knowing what things you might be challenged with is very helpful, I think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is an ongoing, lifelong search, right. <laughs> lifelong sifting out. And when it comes to homeschooling, um, you have to think about what are you strong in. Are you academically strong, or you know, are you going to need to get some outside help? Physically, are you a, a person who likes to work on you know keeping your body in good condition or not? And Whatever the answer is, do you want that for your child or not? Socially, are you a very, uh, are you introverted? Are you extroverted? I mean, that's kind of something that is, you're kind of born with, but I think there's been studies that you can still work on those things as well. Um, Spiritually, uh, is that something, you know, you want to foster in your child? What are you doing about that? If you, if you want to foster that in your child, um, how about financially? And what about relationally? I, I, I hear a lot of concern from parents that might be thinking about homeschooling. Is like, oh, you know, um, Johnny's very social. I can't pull him out of school, but I don't want him in school anymore. What do I do? And I tell the parents, like, well, you know, Johnny's going to be pretty much as social as you are. If you get out there and you're social, then Johnny will pick up, again, that's the leadership part of homeschooling. Johnny will see how you're cooperating or functioning in the world. Um, one of the, the coolest things to see is um, a huge homeschool group where you've got kids of all ages interacting, you know, the toddlers, with the high schoolers and back and forth, and then with the parents. And, and I think that's just a beautiful thing. But, um, so you want to think about who you are. Are you neat or are you messy? And do you want those characteristics to be repeated in the next generation that's going to be coming forth from your house? Are you on time? Do you respect other people's time? Or are you generally late too often <laughs> or more often than not, is what I want to say? Are you organized or are you fly by the seat of your pants? Are you confident or not? Again, your child will pick up on that. And do you know your children? Are you paying attention to what their needs, wants, wants, Uh, their likes and dislikes are Mm -hmm. interesting so all those things i think would fall under knowing who you are as a human and seeking self-improvement of yourself so that you can pass on qualities that you want to see go forth in the next generation sometimes people say well how do i know what i need to improve upon and I, rem- I, I would just bring up an example. When I was a brand new mother and wife, well, I was a wife for a couple years, but a brand new mother, I subscribed to um, a magazine that uh, put a lot of pressure on my uh, motherly skills <laughs> <laughs> and my housekeeping and my cleaning. Martha Stewart Living. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, beautiful magazines. Great ideas. I felt really pressured by that Um, but at the same time I felt really challenged in some areas too like okay I need to step up my game a little bit and maybe cleaning (laughs) (laughs) doing a little bit more on that end or um, you know just doing a little more of self-care I know that's a buzzword these days a little more Mm self-care so that uh, I put my best foot forward for my family for my husband
0: that's Um, great I remember when I was pregnant with my first child the midwife said to me Oh, you're going to have to be good at organizing. And I thought, as a 30-some-year-old, oh, well, I've got organizing down. I had gone to grad school, and you know, you have to organize your time, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, no, she said. <laughs> you know, when I said something like, I'm organized, she said, oh, well, you will be more organized. <laughs> and she was right. Yeah. It was incredibly more challenging to fit more people into your life yes, to organize. <laughs> it is, it is.
1: Um, so I would also say, you know, you don't have to look in magazines, but you can look at others' lives, their homes, their families, their marriages, to see what, you know, the good things out of those that you want to take into your own life, your own marriage, your own family, yeah. you know. I remember also, you know, observing this one particular family that had many children, but the mother was so calm and so loving and so gentle and so sweet and i want still want see i don't have it yet (laughs) those qualities of being calm and gentle and sweet but i've worked on it and anybody who knew me before would be able to say yeah you're better at it (laughs) i don't think they could say you're good at it but you're better
0: (laughs) which is ironic because knowing julie uh, you know i admire, admire her toughness and um Strength and all those qualities that she may have felt like she has too much of and she wants to be more soft and gentle. Yes. Well, those are great qualities that she's working on, not working on, but <laughs>
1: already has. Um, you want to be honest with yourself as well. You want to consider who you want to present to the world. Upon your child's adulthood, so you want to be honest with okay, who am I? What am I going to present, and then um, and then work on that, and then that's leadership. Um, and a second leadership principle is just is to be competent, and we said earlier to start with the end in mind. What do you want to achieve in the end? You know, to to, to, to one of Edie's loves is uh, what's a good citizen? You know, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you say that's one of your sure things that you're passionate about? Yes, being a good citizen. <laughs> Um, So I would, you know, consider what do you want to present as a good citizen in the the world? Um, Always, like I said, start with the end in mind. Read a lot about homeschooling, about parenting, about marriage, about raising teenagers, raising boys, raising girls.
0: And if you find your life is too filled with a lot of tasks that you have to do, listen to audible books. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That'll help.
1: Yep, yep. Listen, uh, attend talks, talk to other moms or dads in in groups. Um, don't pick just the people that you're, are your age. Look at um, moms who have kids a few years older than you, mm-hmm. I would say, even those who are veteran homeschool moms and dads because um, they can, one, calm you down, mm-hmm. and two, just you know give you little tips, ideas. And Julia, I think... Maybe
0: it's appropriate to add here, homeschool is very organic. I think we say this with our yeah. every podcast. Just because someone else is doing something doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for your household. Exactly. And um, for instance, your children may not be athletic, but you may be and you may want that for them. You may have to back off from having them involved in teams or mm-hmm. competitive yeah. sports and just know that fitness is... Yeah, you know, go for some hikes together. Uh, have fun swimming. Something that's a little less demanding. Yeah. So that they don't feel kind of out of sync with their your expectations. You want to be working with who they are. Also. Exactly. That's... I'm sure you're going to get into that. Great. No,
1: no, no. That's great. Yeah, yeah. You definitely want to honor who your child is. Definitely, because when you talk about like team sports, team sports, you know, in, as a homeschooler, team sports could be a little daunting because all of a sudden you're around all these kids and they're all moving and they're all yelling and oh, right? you know, <laughs> um, maybe something more individual like True. tennis, hiking, martial arts, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, uh, gymnastics, um, anywhere, any you know, you know, just or bike riding, just bike riding around the neighborhood. You know, when it comes to that kind of stuff. And also, if, you're, if you as a parent are not particularly athletic, but you want your child to be, you can always, or your child wants to be, sure. <laughs> you can always source that out.
0: I think we have a video about, and a yeah. podcast, yeah. about how to get involved with high-level sports. One of our moms found a pole vaulting coach. Who works with anyone in the community huh. and actually has the facilities to go there and train in that? Wow! <laughs> and as a homeschooler, you know you go from the bare minimum required by law to the sky's the limit. Yeah. So they have the time to train even at the Olympic level that's someday. True. Yeah, you, you really. And, and that's not just sports; that yeah. can be in any area of endeavor.
1: I think. You know, to that point, uh, I think there are definitely um, celebrities, you know, or whatever, uh, you know, high-level competitors in music, sports, art, that are homeschooled because they need more time to do their practicing and training. Mm -hmm. So, but that's a that's a whole other thing. We'll just um, just want to say that if you know, if in any area that you know, and I say the leadership principle of being competent, if. If that's not an area that you're competent in, but your kid wants to pursue it, then find an outside source right. to help you with that. And that is part of leadership as well, because acknowledging your weaknesses and finding someone with the strength to take over where you have a weakness.
0: Right. And in the description of this podcast, we'll put some links that'll help guide you to some of the places you could look for outside help. Yeah.
1: Yeah. uh, Just as an example, too, when it came to academics, um, I found that I could not, no matter how hard I tried, no matter what curriculum I used, I could not teach my kids how to write an essay. Um, I just, I just did, I couldn't. I, I came up against a wall repeatedly. And finally, I'm like, I've got to find some outside help. And I did. I found a tutorial that they had parents in that homeschool tutorial that you know, writing was their thing, and they were the ones. Now my children are great writers. No thanks to me, as far as my ability, but I was resourceful and I found a way. Find a way, make a way. Yeah, that's you know. great. So don't worry if you're not particularly competent in something. Find someone who is. Right, that's great right. advice. And also regarding a competence, you know, I hear a lot. Oh, oh, um, my child is not good in math. Because uh, I'm not good in math. That's what people will say. And um, Well, your child is young, and you can find that outside source to help them. I would say don't hinder them just because you feel that you don't have a strength in that. Like I just gave the example with the, the writing. Right. Um, okay, and then the, finally the third <clears throat> leadership principle that I want to cover today, I think we're going to try to make this a series. I have a few more to go through, but today it's um, seek responsibility and take responsibility for your actions and like I said earlier you sought the complete responsibility for the upbringing obviously as a parent you're bringing up your child but then the education as well of your kids and I applaud you for that and yeah. Edie does too we applaud you Absolutely. we're happy we're happy you're here <laughs> um, but now you got to make that happen okay it's not it's just not enough to say that you're pulling your child out of school you got to follow through and that is leadership. And um, some of that is going to be stepping out of your comfort zone. So you want to continue learning things yourself. Um, and don't expect that someone else is going to do it all for you. And, I, and, and here I'm talking about group efforts, like okay. uh, homeschool support groups, uh, tutorials or cooperatives or um, yeah, basically tutorials. So tutorials is essentially a hybrid of school and homeschooling at the same time. And any kind of activity your kid gets in, particularly if it's a homeschool endeavor like um, homeschool soccer or homeschool uh, theater, um, don't, uh, I would just say, step out of your comfort zone and and volunteer. And volunteer. Get involved. Seek that responsibility because you can't always expect someone else to do the work.
0: To be one of the teachers in a co-op. Even organizing or scheduling or cleaning up after the co-op. Yeah. Uh, If you don't have a co-op in your area, you can create one. Sure. You can bring people together, families that you know are homeschooling or would like to. Yeah. And just meet at a church, meet at a library, meet at a park, and share your talents. I think you're saying don't hide what you can do, share them. Take responsibility for teaching other kids how to do those.
1: Yeah. It's it's a group effort. Sure. It's a group effort. <clears throat> and if everybody in the group's doing something but you're not, well then you're relying on everybody else to do the work for you. And so I say that's why I'm saying seek that some responsibility. Whether like you said, it's cleaning up something or scheduling something, if you don't want to, you know, take on the teaching part of it or yeah,
0: I think that's along the same lines as if you're challenged with something remember we were talking about if your child is challenged with something to take responsibility and complete that job that he or she didn't know how to do then he knows that he's competent it's the same thing here Yeah, you may not feel competent or like you even have time or energy to do something to help in a larger realm of people but as soon as you try we're all going to excuse each other homeschoolers are a very accepting group but if you try and get some success that'll give you confidence mm-hmm. and confidence yeah to do more and you know i just wanted to say too with all of these things that we suggest don't feel like it has to be a prepackaged something that you're putting into your curriculum i i found that even our discussion around the coffee table, I mean, the kitchen table, and in the car going somewhere, we were sharing what we knew. They were discover- sharing what they had read in a book. I was sharing what I had heard on the news, or something from the family that had been a tradition that are our values. And every moment, they're learning, right? Yeah. So, which can be challenging as a leader, yep. <laughs> also. Yeah.
1: Yep, and yeah. So in that in that light of every moment, they're learning. You know, they're they're watching you, seeing how you respond to stressful situations, to um, you know, you know, being under pressure, mm-hmm. to accomplish something. Um, how are you organizing things? How are you caring for you know the other human beings that are around you in your family, in your community? Uh, they, you know, so just. Put your best foot forward all the time and, you know, be a good role model to them.
0: That's great advice. And I will say it all sounds like a heavy burden. No, it's the joy that comes from putting your best foot forward, leading in the family and sharing their victories and challenges. You couldn't buy that, (laughs) you know, there's no experience better, I think. Right. It's just well worth the challenges that we face as homeschoolers to see the family bloom and... Become wonderful adults, yeah, who can lead themselves, right? Exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything else we want to add today?
1: I don't think so. Think That'll good. be
0: great to hear your next uh, part of our series about leadership. And thank you all for joining us today. You can find uh, links to our po- other podcast, videos, blog posts, and Facebook down below this podcast. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Julie. Thanks, Edie.